Welcome to Check It Out with Merv and JP. What's up, Merv? What's up? What's up? Oh, it's the podcast about the exploration, investigation, and appreciation of art and beautiful things. That includes music, movies, maybe we'll even dive into some Donuts. comic books or something yeah, later on. Any we, kind oh, of media. We're fucking gonna A, we're going to do a special and find a donut to do it. episode. You know it. We'll go out, you know, we'll do some traveling. Anyway, today. What are we at today? What are we currently working on? Today we are uh, revisiting for me, and this is a new experience for you. Uh, We're watching Spider-Man 2 uh, from the Sam Raimi series. 2004, Tobey Maguire. We watched the first Sam Raimi, uh, Spider-Man, few weeks ago that's, and that's the check it out lost step you'll you, never hear uh, that shit yeah but if 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 you if you have the privilege of hearing the lost episode you'll be the first to know uh anyway this movie is held by many in high regard it's it's a very tried and true uh heroic uh journey that is Utterly and undeniably uh, just written for the comic wow. book and and story appreciator. That's, you know what? I'm excited. Um, We're going to watch the extended edition, you too. You know, like, like gold and silver version to red and blue, this was a great sequel. Wow. Um, That's putting some respect. Back on the name. Right it is. Now. It is, and and all the OG heads, I think, will appreciate that, um, and they can agree that when y- I know where I was when I first saw this movie for the first time, I was on Martha's Vineyard, and I remember walking out of the theater, and I went home and I put on the fucking rubber dish gloves that we had, and I was flipping all around the house because yes! I needed something to have. Some sort of suit on. I, oh, I wow. needed something back in the day. I definitely had some like I had some Power Rangers costumes back in the day. That I never had the Spider Man cosplay down. You know, it it was as far as I had ever gone. Um, and and as far as like having a costume of like to, but for now, I just I know. Oh yeah, y- y'all wait. No spoilers. No, no spoilers. spoilers. Potential for Shadow Report. Um, <laughs> so anyway, this movie hit me in a very special place. I saw it, uh, the summer that it came out and I was in love with it. It made me even love the first Tobey Maguire movie even more. Wow. Um, and in, in my collect own collective of friends and circles that we all have, uh, if they're familiar with it, they love this movie too. So, without further ado, we are going to... Well, there's a couple further ado. Oh, there's fr- a couple further further ado's. A couple further ado. First of all, I'm, I'm, you know, you're, I'm hearing you say all this, and I'm, I'm getting really stoked for it, because I, I didn't come from a superhero uh, background, but the first one, I think, was fun, and I'm Sweet. excited to see it uh, continue on. Something else I'm excited to see, I noticed in the first one... Uh, some interesting footwear, yes. specifically sneakers. Yes. And I, How I could know I forget in the it? cultural lore, there's some uh, sneaker importance. So that's something we're going to be paying attention through, at least the Spider-Man movies. But truthfully, 
I'm down to pay attention to sneakers on anything we check out. I am 100%. So we're going to be sneaker peeping for sure. And and, and uh concurrence of of that. Uh I concur 110%. And uh also is it's a it's a well-known factoid that this podcast is 420 friendly. Very. Uh so we're going to we're going to have some influence along the way. What what are we gonna be smoking on? What do we got going over here, Chef? We have some uh Teuton Common, which is from a lovely dispensary named Bloom Brothers over uh not quite in the Berkshires, but over in Massachusetts there. Just a hop, skip and a jump. All right. And He's uh, it. it's a nice uh nice little sativa. It'll keep us light and heady and uh creative and, and ready to thwip them webs. Oh, you know what? I'm really looking forward to that. All right, so we'll uh, wrap this up here. We're going to watch Spider-Man 2 Extended Edition. Extended. We'll see what's so extended about and it. And then we'll check back in and let everyone know what we thought. Well, we'll check honey you guys girl, back out in the morning. Baby, yeah. Honey girl, shake it up. Honey girl, honey girl, baby, yeah. Honey girl, shake it up. Honey girl, honey girl, baby, yeah. Honey girl, shake it up. Oh man! Oh man! Just, just like Spider-Man, just two. like him edition. shooting all them webs off that train edge. I'm just, I'm about to tear out of my clothes. I'm just like, oh, yes. I'm so enthralled he is with this movie. Like it, it was, it was a great reminder. I, I will say. It. I, it was fantastic. It, it was, was a great gripping movie. Oh man, what a thrilling they, ride! You know, I mean, everyone knows the the rules in Spider Man, but they they don't make so many rules that you need to like be figuring out as you go along. You just digest, and you're like, all right, ready to go. Yeah, he slings his webs. He's super strong. He's flying around, good, bad. Like I, I'm ready for it. I'm not doing a lot of work. Yeah, like figuring that out. But so as a movie. It was fucking really good. Yeah, I I one hundred percent agree. Um, and it makes me like more eager to get because now it's so conflated. Like, I you really fucking need to know who everyone is. So it's nice to kind of start from here and figure it out along the way. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, you know, going back to what we were saying as far as you, like having refreshers of watching the first one. Um, and and coming into this and understanding like okay some time has passed he's used to he's used to being Spider-Man now he's he's, he's used to flinging skills. through the city like it's something that comes naturally to him he's now doing different web things he's not just shooting uh you know web webbing he's shooting web balls he's catching cars he's 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 a very effective web shooter you can yeah. see he's developed um so that's super awesome. And he he washes his uh he washes this spidey suit in the regular laundry. He does. He does. And unfortunately it comes out and I liked that because it's like Spider-Man is bleeding into his regular life. Oh, that's heavy. Yeah. All right. So um let's just give everyone a little recap. Again, we watched just watched Spider-Man 2, but they called this one uh, 2.1. That's right. We, we watched the extended edition. The extended edition. And they had added how many more minutes? What was it? Let's see. Uh, 
Hold up. Hup, hup, hup. Oh, don't prompt me. Uh, okay, hold up. Hup, hup. <laughs> All right. So we gotta go through World of Warcraft. So first. in on. April of 2007, they released this 2.1 version, and it contains eight extra minutes of total of runtime. So it, it makes it up to go. It puts the movie up to two hours and 15 minutes. So uh, with, having with credits, having not seen it, and just us kind of talking about the fact that it was the extended edition. There were times when I could tell, like, oh, they probably would have cut that for time, but I, I liked everything they put in it. Like, it, it just added to the tension. Oh my gosh, um, I couldn't agree explored more. Explored little, explored little, like, emotional pockets. I couldn't agree more. Maybe um, less streamlined than a movie, but yes, I'm glad yeah. they put especially out the other for two. like a theatrical release. Like they, it, and at that time, like it almost seemed like, um, for. And maybe you like maybe you agree with this, maybe you don't. For a little while in like from two thousand and two thousand to like two thousand and eight, like maybe even a little bit before that, like for those five years, like we'll say like two thousand to two thousand five, it was like kind of a goal to have movies shoot for under two hours. Sure. Yeah, it just so it was more digestible, so more people could watch it more than once maybe mm-hmm. um especially for like pop movies yeah um and now it almost seems to be kind of going in the opposite direction these days where pop movies are almost like they want to hit that hour and a half two hour mark always minimum yeah minimum and indie movies are now turning to that hour and a half Hour forty, they're capping out. Yeah, at. like com- comedy is definitely our ninety minuters. Oh man, for um, sure. But you know, people are are have gotten used to because the success of these great movies, of of meteor something to digest. Like for they sure, want the extra time for sure. Especially now when you you have the option to like make a two and a half hour movie or you make like a six episode hour long, you know, fifty minute long series or something. Right. People are more willing to just eat that up for sure especially with the idea knowing like a show doesn't need to have 20 episodes in order to get aired it could have six episodes like yeah. well just I, on I the idea like, the like standard it would be for a sitcom absolutely but. you know as far as like the i know that they weren't written as a series but in an alternate world where the the Raimi verse was written as seasons, where it's like Tobey Maguire Spider Man has a series, like we'll say six episodes per season, and I I can only imagine the amount of fun and like uh, character development that could happen with that much time to flush through and really have certain moments uh, with certain characters like all of Harry and Peter's exchanges that really kind of really develops on their friendship. Because I feel like in the first movie, it was kind of like you see that they're friends, but there's a lot of conflict between them, even oh, yeah. though that they're friends is they're jocking over the girl pretty bit like, and, and, body. and also and Harry over his with, dad's over his father's love. Like it's, you know, that's a whole, which that carries into this movie. Obviously, oh, but absolutely. It's, um, it's almost like, it's that hatred has matured in a way where it used to be like, 
I don't know. I can't even say that because he's still pretty pissed about it throughout the whole time. Right. But I mean, now he's older. He's able to drink. He's able to sit with his demons longer. They they use. I noticed they use alcohol in that way in this thing. Everyone's like, oh, I need to relax. Let me drink this. Yeah. I, you know, like Peter's at that party. That, like, he like finally gets the glass from the co- cocktail waitress. And yeah. It's empty. It's like. Oh, brother. Well, it's funny you say that because, like, the first Spider-Man had, like, none of that. Yeah. There was no Was it? I wonder if it was PG because this one was PG-13. They were both PG-13. Okay. Because of violence or whatever. Oh, for sure. And blood and, like, all that. Just, yeah, just content in general. Um, But the, yeah, the adult themes were definitely upped in the Annie here like it it was you know so much like you said it's that oh like you know you see jameson smoking his cigar everywhere in this movie except in the church in the planetarium he's smoking a cigar um so definitely more adult themes and maybe it's that they knew that for those that saw the first one they're like all right these people are a little older they should be able to digest it even if they were nine ten now, now they'll be a little older i don't i don't remember this time but i i can just like imagine that like the first one they're gonna see how how it did and they made it where like you know it's a it's comics it's a it's a kids movie right it's a kids movie and they probably saw a reflection of a vast a wide range of people enjoying this so they were able to make it like Edit it towards that a little bit more. Right. A, a broader audience. Oh, one. Yes. 100%. I, I agree with that. Um, uh, yeah. No, I'm. I'm. It was it was such a, a, a great thing to revisit. Um, cause yeah, I'm, I'm glad I, to have I watched felt, it. I, I it felt uh, like 11 years old again at certain parts. <laughs> and honestly, going back so, to well, these extended... No, you would have been 12 when this came out, right? I mean, my birthday's at the end of the summer. I I think oh, I saw it. it in spring? Yeah. Well, I mean, it, I'm in August, so I, I think it came out like it... Let's see when it actually hit the theaters. Yeah. Um, it hit the theaters. Not to age us. We're we're both uh, twenty one years old. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't tell anyone. When? Hmm. Well, any, anyhow, yeah. Anyhow. You know, I wish I did watch it this time. I feel like I would have learned more about romance. MJ is serving heavy. She. Oh my gosh, she is. Oh. Release date, June 30th, 2004. Uh, so, so just a touch before you would have been So yeah, 12. I was, I was, it's a good, yeah. um, a good time for it. Yeah, and I mean, even just a, a nice coming-of-age movie and about identity and finding out, you know, the the weight of your choices and, and but also that other people can make choices to, you know, to either be involved with you or not as well. Um, so that was, that was, you know, great to revisit. Um, and I was super stoked having been somebody that has seen this before and see these extended scenes. It was new. It was, it was again, like more development and it just like, again, I read the novelization of this book or of, of this movie and it, 
really uh those extended scenes uh it was paying homage to what i had read in the novelization and it, cool. and it was n- not necessarily that they ha- like it just it made so much more sense and i and i really appreciated it especially like the the birthday thing with harry where he really lamented to peter like you you're I really don't like that you're fucking taking pictures for Spider-Man yeah. and that he's you're keeping him safe because he's making you money. This guy killed my father. But he doesn't he doesn't know but the you know, truth. Harry Harry's got that's that's a weird dagger cuz it is. They show Peter struggling, they show his her his family struggling and May can't pay the bills. Harry's got money. So for him to Harry's complain got about money you just did this for money. Like, you know, he's, we don't need to get too crazy about anti-capitalism here, but he's, he's struggling for the sake of capitalism. He's got to live there. The fact that, the fact (laughs) that Peter never asks Harry for help. Says two things about their relationship, in my opinion. One, that Peter is prideful, and he said this in the first movie to Norman when when Harry offered Peter yeah. t- for Norman to get him a job at Oscorp. He said, "No, I like to earn what I work. I work for what I earn." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. And, and Harry and Norman was like, "I, I appreciate respect that. that. Yeah, I respect. I that. really respect. I liked that, that part." And and, it, and you saw that there was, again, a a wedge that that was a driving force f- to 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 push Harry and and Peter a little bit away from each other because of that that class dynamic that that yeah, um, and the second thing that it says about their relationship is that Harry. What's the word that I'm looking for? He is, uh, he's resolute in that he's resolute and understands Peter's pride. Sure. Um, because he's not offering him help. He's not offering him help. Um, but what he is doing is he's still being there as a, as a supportive figure, but he's not putting money in between it because they already have a wedge that's driving them in between each other. Yeah. And I feel as though Harry knows that if Peter felt obligated to him in any way, shape, or form, that it would absolutely tarnish whatever was left of their friendship. Sure. Whatever he wanted to salvage. That. Even at all the moments that he has these dark, dark time where he's he's either boozing heavy and he hit like the moment where he hits Peter, he hits him twice. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's that was a very like oh like a feckless kind of slap, but it was it was in that regal kind of like this is more of a challenge of your dignity than like a I'm oh, trying to hurt you right now. Absolutely. They're in that fancy party. Wait, slap. Slap. And honestly, the fact that 
you see this come out of Harry. And like he made you know, scene. I, I know that James Franco has a lot of, you know, a lot of shit that he's been going through in the past couple of years and for a long for, you know, I don't know how long in his life, but we all have things that we're going through anyway. In this movie, I will say that the triad really upped their Annie with their acting and Harry or, or James Franco he got emotional just to the right amount, I feel like, at yeah. certain moments to convey that it's not just anger that he's feeling in these moments. He's feeling sadness. He's feeling sorrow. He's he's also just plain upset and lonely. Yeah. He's like digesting it in a way. Like he's he there's there's so much more behind his face. And really like Maybe I'm just a sap for watery eyes, but like the way that he doesn't like grab Peter's shirt, he doesn't push him. He doesn't he just he comes up to him. He confronts him with how he's fucking feeling and then he hits him in the face with it. Yeah. And it like you said, it's 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 a challenge of Peter's dignity. It's like, are you really above doing what I think is the right thing? And then a question of morality comes in, like, why is Peter's right so much bigger than Harry's right? Mm -hmm. And it's because of ignorance. Yeah, that was, that it's, was... it's ignorance. In my opinion, that's what makes it different is, is the ignorance, is that Harry doesn't know that he didn't kill his father. Yeah. But... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, well, to the to the uninitiated, Spider-Man's whole like um, how much he participates in everything is even in this movie they touch on it. And they say like, Doctor Ock and Spider-Man robbed the bank together because I mean I know it's the headlines like to there to sensationalize it, but like not everyone really knows what Spider-Man's going on. He seems to turn up when things are going down, and yeah, he helps, but he also like there are times when. Things get fucked up by the hand of Spider-Man more so than if someone just got mugged, like literal cars are being thrown and stuff. So like, I feel like people, especially in the beginning, are unsure, and then Spider-Man's gone. So they're like, what's going on? And then he, they show, in New York, they re, uh, reinstill the faith in Spider-Man. I. But there's a lot of topsy-turviness. Like, there's no, there's no, like, textbook valor. It's literally just... He decided to be good because he now has the power to, which I, I understand because that's the whole power responsibility thing. But like there's like he's just following his own rules. And so it's up for interpretation. Does that make me sound like a villain? No, no, not <laughs> at all. Because, well, there are plenty of people that that feel as you do in that. Like, I think he's doing well, but I mean, it's just like. It's definitely like he he set the ground rules and is 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 the law to them, you know. It's not like a, a god said you need to continue the path of this righteousness. He just took it upon himself to be what he considers righteous. Yes. Absolutely and that is the kind of double standard of Spider-Man and and Arguably still good. Overall, overwhelmingly good. Overwhelmingly good, but again, and that was what, in the comics, the Civil War that happens, that was what can, 
not part of the reason of what convinced Peter to join Tony Stark's side was to take responsibility for like if your whole thing is responsible what's good like are you gonna are you gonna own up or are you gonna join the are you gonna join my side and like actually join this registration act one day we'll get into he also promised that that Mary Jane and Aunt May would be safer in the hands if Peter was a government employee under the Superhero Registration Act. And they weren't. And Mary, or, you know, spoilers for comic readers or those who didn't read the comic, something bad happens to Aunt May and Peter fucking loses it on Tony. And he's just like, you said that she was going to be safe. I Damn. did this all for you because you said that I would be better off and I needed to take responsibility. Whoa. And he would have been, it's not that he would have been better off, but it's just, again, that is the, that's the, that's the consequence of being Spider-Man when you can do the things that you can do and you do do the things that you do. People, want to do anything they can to to harm you because they're regular people to a god basically a god the dude stopped the train you know yeah that was crazy so you know as far as like his morality goes um it's we we you know if i was in and i saw this like Put myself in that New York City and that Spider-Man swinging around. New York. I would, would you be pr- eating a bagel? I Oh, yeah. Uh, for sure. Bagels all day. Um, But I think that I would definitely have some reluctance on trusting this vigilante at first as well. But if sure. I was on that fucking train or if I was Aunt Yeah, with the, May, when the people, when they see it, they believe you, it. you can't deny it you yeah. can't deny that his heart is in the right place and it just you know there's a line in um in uh avengers uh age of ultron that thor's or it's not even it's in um the first avengers movie that thor says to nick fury that when you show other people that you have power it incites challenge whether sure. or not you want it to incite challenge, it incite it invites challenge and in that you can handle a higher form of conflict. And mm. as such is the case with Spider Man, cars are gonna be flying through a city. Whether or not he <laughs> threw them or not. Look, <laughs> yeah. If you don't if you don't like me at my cars flying through the city, then you can't have me at my and my kiss upside down. <laughs> my kiss upside down. <laughs> all right. Um, so, all right, you know, we we um, let's uh, let's kind of dive into. We went on a little bit of a tangent of like morality and things like that, and just well, you know, with superhero movies, that's gonna that's gonna come up. But I think that again just shows to a testament of how good this movie is and its writing and the delivery. Like it again, in my opinion, it's the gold and silver to red and blue. Like it, it, it really took everything that was good in the first one and added fucking chocolate and peanut butter and color, full color and full color and a shiny Gyarados and a shiny Gyarados. 
So we hyped a segment that I, truthfully I was excited for. And there was one of the not much let me down about this movie. Yeah. Except for this, you know. So in the first movie we saw Homeboy and I thought they were Blazers. We looked it up. We, and you know what? They did look like Blazers. And we both kind of agree that Blazers would probably look better with the suit. Especially he didn't have any money invested in it. But and we, I digress. I Yep. The, I agree. The point is we saw some sweet Spidey Nikes. They're, they're custom made. And I wanted to look film. out, so we were looking out for that in the next Spider-Man movie. And I gotta say, ain't a goddamn dick. I they he had some, some nice crusty, clothes. He has like some their crusty black nice. sneakers. But like I his mean, this shoes, whole movie, it was about him being down on his luck and poor. So his, I understand that his shoes were whack. Shoes were whack. I didn't know. And then in his Spidey suit, he just had Spidey shoes. Like he didn't for, wear sneakers for or anything. three quarters of the movie. His luck whack <laughs> i love that video <laughs> um but i we were talking about it but uh what we did spot was some product placement yep and we spotted some cameos yes product placement i saw a couple times we talked about the adult themes uh specifically maker's mark was yep. labeled forward yep it it was featured more than once featured more um, than once there was a, a prosecco that was uh when when harry was at the at the bar, pretty only sure you finest. can see the la- see the label, um, and finger in that punt. And uh, what else was there? I mean, a couple cars that you see. Um, but so let's talk. Let's talk about cameos because that was kind of fun. Oh yeah. That's oh yeah. Uh, so Donnell Rawlings in the beginning. Yeah, that was dope. He stole that guy's pizza. Hell yeah, yeah that was great. I wish he. Um, he wish he was on screen as Ashley Larry. But we, you know, maybe in the the extended extended cut, right? They have Ashley Larry pop out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Ashley Larry might be from DC. I'm not sure. And then, uh, the fabulous Elizabeth Banks as uh, Betty Brant. Yeah, a little like five line role, but she was gorgy. And I mean, she has a little bit more of a role in the next one, but in the first two, they're Ooh, really no like spoilers. quick little, quick little like scenes that she has with Peter, just like "Hey I Peter," or "What I didn't notice it." This on one the was first "Hey one. Pete." Uh, the uh, first so one, it was you know just quick, like "Welcome to Daily Bugle." That's that no, was I literally her, her scene. I don't. I remember that character, but I didn't realize that's who it was. Oh yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. She she's she's the same throughout all of them, and she does good. Honestly, it's so funny to see all these younger. Uh, uh yeah. At, at, from so this you know, movie is two thousand four. It is almost. As Mer said, he was uh, hitting twelve, and I was I would be. Hitting fourteen at that this time. This movie. So is, these people were at full adults to is me to us years old when we grew up, this and now a, like we're older and it's old like watching MJ is making me feel inappropriate. Oh man. Woo, Lord. But uh, yeah, no, great cameos. Uh, we saw Joey Diaz. Joey Diaz, that um, was great. Then Hal Sparks, uh, in the elevator. That elevator scene that was extended. extended scene. Was awesome that was good and that almost looked like it was improv and they just like so cool made it go so cool um yo all right so oh so a little thing to know about the stunt about which we all saw in the trailer which was probably one of the more popular scenes in the trailer when it dropped um uh 
was when he is, you know, dressed nice, but he's he's dressed as Peter Parker, and he flips over that car with the bike, and then he lands Spidey style, and the kids are like, "Oh, how'd you do that?" Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, you know, rest well, rest well, eat your green vegetables, and exercise." And, and he's great. like, "Oh, my mom always said that. I just didn't believe her." Yeah, <laughs> tight, awesome, tight. That was great. Turns so, out that that whole scene was done by Stoby. Toby, he did the stunt himself. Stoby, Stoby did Spider this. Toby, um, smoking stogies because Sam Raimi was like, you know what? Between you and the stunt man, you looked more natural doing it. So we'll use that for the film. That's got to feel great as an actor. Um, yeah, right. That's got to be awesome. So we got to talk about obviously, uh, there are famous memes that come from. This fodder uh, in the last movie, we felt like a bit of a scientist ourselves. Yeah. This, oh man, it's pizza time, baby. It's pizza time. That's huge. It's pizza time. That was it when is, it was coming up. I he like stacked it down, you know, and I knew it was coming. Up. We're so even. Excited. We're gonna take cuts from this one of both JP and I saying it's pizza time, and we're gonna use it for ad adding onto other episodes because it's so important it's pizza time it's pizza time it's a drop yep um but yo we both those pizzas are fucked right he's delivering those even before well i mean he got hit by like a goddamn car so it's but, not really but, his fault. but hear me out if peter parker is as smart as he is that dude has got like what he webbed him down no 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 he's got like three or four fucking little mini tables in there because that keeps the fucking top from pressing down on maybe him. i mean they had him ready for him he's like take him go 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 so but i mean if he's he know, they know he's delivering him on the bot on the bike so it's going to be a rough ride anyway eight got you know eight pizzas up to like a high rise deep dish at that Those di- yeah they're getting deep dish pizzas in new york who yeah. wrote this fucking movie i was a little disappointed when they said that who wrote I this i really fucking wish movie. that they had said like eight large super deluxe like believable w- totally fine so i'm okay with that but you're telling me <laughs> that we're in the middle of the fucking Actually, Bronx. Homie on the on the on the roof. Because <laughs> you know he, that's not cheese. Queens. He grew up in Queens, but he's not in Queens right now. He's in the fucking Bronx. Yeah. <laughs> there's no way that there's any it's pizza rough. shop in the Bronx that's making a deep dish. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Spider-Man, not in 2004. You're called out, man. Not in 2004. Well, you got to say for yourself, Spider Man. But you know what? We're waiting. He didn't stay at that job long, so maybe it was it was meant to be. But yeah, um, they delivered. Not only were those pizzas free, they would have been free if he was on time because they were fucked. They were fucked. They but were that whole so I gotta love that scene where the lady just watches him come out of the janitor closet. Yeah, and then when he leaves to like go to the elevator, that that was that was comedy. She's just like, because he goes back to the janitor. He's just because that's how he came in. He's not thinking. He's like. And for a second, she like th- it's like, what the fuck is wrong? He just came out of the janitor's closet with these pizzas. Like, <laughs> who the she fuck is this? Watches dude? watches him like trip up with the with the brooms for 
what what was that 25 minutes that scene oh my god <laughs> and then it says oh you're three minutes late shorty <laughs> like yo you saw that i was here like i'm here i was and here like, i was fucking with your brooms that you clearly can't that stack. scene was crazy that gave me anxiety like it went on i know and then it went on like the mop is hitting him in the face but you know what i think that might have been an extended one yeah like it, felt, it, it felt long um it was funny it was funny but it was it was it, I feel it was like more it was so it stressed me out yeah like if yeah. I, I was like oh no what I, I would put my arm up this way like i was trying to solve it in my if that were <laughs> happening to me so about that piece of, I, I the first dialogue that i really uh commented that i liked uh in this was um him and the uh owner of the pizza shop when he was like, Peter, oh, you're a pizza shop. You're Sorry. you're not dependable. Thing. You're not reliable. Yeah. And it shit was full, full falling be, apart at that moment. Like oh, the school. Oh, one hundred and ten percent. That's what I have down he here. Was, like, Peter's he deeply was, depressed. Like he even just like his skin looked bad. He was like absolutely running himself ragged doing Spider Man yeah. during all hours of the day and night. And trying to be a regular person. Yeah. And but and then his regular life was always pushed to the wayside and the but he, the people didn't know what he was doing otherwise, so he was just failing everyone around him. Everyone. Everyone. He hadn't gone to see MJ's play a single time at this point. Dickhead. He was t- not returning Harry's calls. Because he had his phone turned off, right? And he had his phone uh, turned off. Because Jameson was trying to call him, too. Yeah. yeah. Back then, you needed minutes, dog. He, You're wasting up someone's he minutes. He clearly uh, is behind on his bills. Yeah. And he's... That, oh, that landlord situation, that's crazy. He doesn't even have a bathroom in his own shit. Yeah. And he's behind on a month of rent. Yeah. Like, last month was late. And he took a twenty dollar out of his damn hands, like. But that was com- that felt like like a cartoon to me, like that character. Mister Ditkovich is he's <laughs> definitely comic relief. Yeah. Um, oh, but he, I mean, it was so it was still it was lifelike. It wasn't like really goofy, but it was also so goofy that it reminded you that like it's a a cartoon. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. One hundred percent. I thought they did that really well because it, it didn't seem like some cgi like whoa 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 like horns going off in the back but yeah. like it was absurd enough where he like ran out in his underwear like eh, where's my money right right he had to chase him down the hallway he's just like oh, all right and he like he like snuck out the door and he's like all right let me go down the hills like, i hear you yeah yeah <laughs> he said here's like I'm, a cat and eyes like a rodent oh my gosh <laughs> what a fucking crazy man a what a bonkers man but yeah peter Peter's like full ass depressed and that's what this And like he's so polite and gentle and like kind hearted as an individual and he can fucking lift cars but he cannot make an appointment. Yeah. It, you know, it felt like this whole movie was almost like second act of the arc which it truly is, but like he's down and out. Like yeah, there's a resolution, but he's like feeling some real down and outs like oh there is a absolutely. lot more time for us to be like proud of our hero in the last movie absolutely we introduced Dude, to the him. first lighting up that we see him get and like any sense of him being shaken out of this and i don't 
by no means, people, am I saying that another person will shake you out of a depression or a, or a stupor or any th- sort of like you do that yourself. But I the the first Tell moment that, that we to my see therapist. <laughs> the first moment that we see uh, him kind of like like, oh, shit, maybe things aren't so bad is after his birthday party that he forgot was his birthday. Yeah, that's heavy. He was, that's, that's some Liz Lemon energy. That's some Liz Lemon. He's working so <laughs> hard as Spider-Man and trying to pay his bills. 30 Rock, watch the long coming he soon. He doesn't keep track of the days. He's He knows he has a schedule, yeah. but he can barely keep it, and the days are just bleeding together. So his birthday comes and goes. And it, he arrives on the day of it, gets to his house, and his friend, his two only friends are there. Mary Jane Watson and Harry Osborne and Aunt May. And uh, they have a little party for him. And uh, as we said, there's a little extended scene here where Harry uh, really lets us know that uh, uh, he's upset. He's upset. He's not happy. Um, But then after the party, again, that, that moment of respite for Peter, he, he and MJ have some serious flirtatious. Oh, that's outside energy. Oh man, that Whoa. was outside over the fence. Oh, Whoa. like so. A callback. To there the, could they, not they have been a. Movie. There couldn't have been a a, a six foot regular wooden fence holding <laughs> them apart from that tension. Like I, there was so much palpable energy in that first interaction because the last time that these two left each other off where they had a real moment with each other was in at the, the few at the, at the cemetery yeah. at the end of the first one when he says i can't that was devastating Dude, devastating and now she just shows up on his birthday still out of the goodness of her heart yeah beautiful oh beautiful. man i could go on love like it. we could do the whole show just on, on Mary Jane, on on Mary and her, Jane, and her like serious props out to Kirsten Dunst for upping the what a, ante. Of an amazing this. performance! Like I think her, the best performance of anyone in the in the movie. Like Tobey Maguire is great and all. I would like, agree. She has like that the delicacies to her emotions that's in her face. So like it creeps on and like the understanding in her eyes. This was and definitely the, the you, a Mary Jane heavy movie. Like the first movie. True. Yes. The, she, she the shining the characters, in my opinion, in the first movie are Tobey Maguire, Willem Dafoe and, and JK Simmons um, as their respective roles. in, but in this one, you can feel that since those characters are now established, there doesn't need to be more development on them. Yeah. And now we need to see more of... Instead of just the damsel in distress. These other people in Peter's lives. In Peter's life. Sure. And that's Harry and and Mary Jane. And now Aunt May. Um, yeah. Like... You know, we saw a range of emotions from our. Oh, day. oh, I f- we forgot about a cameo that uh, Joel McHale. Oh, yeah. A, a nice, jo- a young Joel McHale. Is, right. Uh, is the banker in, in the bank. Steal the which was a uh, oh, little hand. And Butterfly from. Oh, so Vanessa. That's a whole Felito. section. Oh, OK. All right. All right. There's a whole section. She was more, <laughs> she was was more than a, a cameo. A really. 
Oh yeah, we'll talk about that. After but the I was planetarium. stoked to see her on stage because it was just like the corner of her face, and, <laughs> and then, that was the first time we who, saw and noticed that it was her. And she was like, "Oh, you know, you never know who's gonna like. Oh, what are you so excited about? Who t- who would know that just three years later would come out in a Quentin Tarantino? Oh man, movie, and, uh, as the amazing butterfly. <laughs> that was a whistle. If nobody could hear it through the mic, um, <laughs> well, yo, up? she. She's a, so can you remind us her name? Do you have it up on the thing? Vanessa Felito. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think was her, her name. I believe that's what it was. Um, Amazing. But she she's so prominent. She like really sets. Mary Jane didn't have someone else on her side. Like she was in the, in the story arc, like the love interest of of the two uh, every guy, but like right. the two guys, and that was like her. Not to say that was her only value, but like they didn't give much to her story, so they quickly introduced like this other character, who just in a whirlwind did like such great for putting MJ's head straight. Yes, yes, one hundred and ten percent. Oh man, like, she gives. I feel like her fiance that note at the end, like oh that's so heavy, Dude, man. Like the like brought, she, maid of honor come out with the all black she and the black really crushing it like as 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 Most that loyal about mj friend uh to mj uh we'll just use the actress's name vanessa did a great job i feel like and there was another scene that i'm still call it butterfly all right let's chill <laughs> let's chill yeah we're, we're in the bug world um and uh that again the the we'll talk about it after the planetarium in a moment um so uh the spidey song was cool yeah i have that on my list as well from the violin Um, player that was pretty sweet could the original like cartoon spider-man theme song yes being played so but it also kind of like showed like time passed where like the lore was being built with Spider-Man, you know what yes, I mean? Yes. Yes. So like sure. it was coming into folk, folk art. Yes. Uh, becoming a lore. So that was like the allusion to that. Uh, so I thought that was fun that they did it like. That's good plinky, that you pointed that out. I like that. Plinky violin. I I really Instead like, like that someone you like playing nice like guitar on the subway or whatever. It's like, bum, 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 bum. but it was fun. I liked it, and it, it was a good use of harmony because it was like a pedal tone. And they did the uh, melody around it. Um, yeah, I got, I got a lot of. As I said just before, I have a lot of things about MJ in my notes, um, but then Spidey theme of violin. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's. Uh, so Molly, maybe that's who it is. Okay. I want. Yeah. Are Are we ready um, to talk about Doctor Octagon, Doctor Octopus? Yeah, I'm I'm down. I'm I'm down to give a to give a little so, to shed a few moments on him. Now, uh, when I was younger, like pre this movie, I had friends who were into Spider Man, and I just like wasn't that into it. And probably the cartoon was on, and definitely I would have been even most interested in like the action figures and stuff at that age. But Doctor Octagon is <laughs> I got I'm never gonna say it right. Doctor Octopus yes. is um say Doc Ock. Doc Ock is uh is one that I remember is a villain I guess like and Venom too which it looks like the next movie has got Venom in it or I don't I don't want to get ahead of myself 
But like I I don't even report. exactly remember like the Green Goblin tool as much. Maybe like when the movie came out, but I definitely remember as a kid like having the Doc Ock like toy or at least someone seeing the Doc Ock toy. Sweet. So that was like a villain that I was like prepared for. Although like the storyline they now it's both like guys who might as well be uh good dudes but then they're like their serum makes them evil yeah because he he taught peter uh he and his wife like the doctor was just like i don't have time for this grunt oh it's this kid he's like uh, this professor student um and so he takes him in and, and he's very warm to him and 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 is teaching him pretty profound things and his peter's listening and the wife's there and you notice that I what I took away from it this time and and again from the novelization is that they really want the want the audience to understand that Peter understands what is going on. Yeah. He knows he understands exactly the formula and everything that Octavius is trying to do. Oh, as a student, yeah. As a student, as a as a second year college student. And as yeah, because he has it like written in Dr. his notes. Connors, he has like the formula, and then like Heart MJ, and then a drawing of Spider Man. Like all his worlds collided on his notebook. It's all, it's all there. By the way, that was a great little like 3D graffiti of MJ. Dude, that was awesome. That's a cool little design. Awesome. Shouts out to that. Dude, I hope that he actually made that drawing. Yeah, right. Um, I made. This I didn't in my find time. it in the trivia. If, I don't know if you want to use it for know. the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but but yeah, so yeah, like, no, it, it, he, I, of and, course, and their whole like little poetry exchange was really nice, like, and and him and his wife, like that was really yeah, that was great. beautiful. Like, it was it was super nice. So uh, now it's time for me to and, cut and, him and, down. But, but just you then see that Peter's like, are you sure that this is gonna work? Yeah, because. If if Spider Man's to teach us anything is that that scientists are cocky and trigger happy. Yes, but you know <laughs> what? And other scientists will agree with this: is that you need to uh, you need to take risks in order to uh, for the sake of progress. So let me ask you this though. Um, I don't want to like pick apart logic. I feel like in the last one I focus a lot on like logic flaws, and you know what? It's a it's a superhero movie. There's gonna be some logic flaws. That's yeah, okay. Yeah. I want to ask about these arms were made so they can handle this certain particle without getting messed up because your regular well, arms not can't just do it. the not just the 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 element, but. The element is just the combustion that's happening. It needs a power supply of immense heat and concentrated heat in one area for it to combust and turn into its fusion reaction. Thus, him saying, if we can just make a miniaturized sun and control it, we can... Because it'll it'll continue combusting on its own we don't need to worry about you know if we can just sustain it and keep the magnetic field contained sure it'll, it'll work but why does he have <laughs> ai arms because couldn't that machine could 
why does that machine need to be attached? Even like the best case scenario, why I, is that a machine attached to his body? I feel like maybe in his mind, machine you can program a machine for that precision. it was easier f- to literally have an extension of himself directing this project rather it's than flaw. rather than having a team. They could have just unplugged that bitch. I know. And also, and I one hundred percent agree with, with you a whole, with a whole audience. But again, we're not here to pick apart logic. I, mean, I thought, like at least, like and it makes sense as to why he has the crazy arm. And I mean, like we also have gone through Oscorp that was giving military fucking tech. You yeah. know what I mean? Like as far as the direction and thus then the influence and. Uh, future ideas that these guys, these scientists would have for future projects, it's going to be a little more like... It's going to be something that they want to personalize and say, I created this. This is my thing. And what a better way There's to... That, that's that arrogance That again. hubris, yeah. That it's hubris. just like, it's it's immense with... with and. You know, we're we're like the Michael Jordan. Of you know, we're supposed to accept him putting so many people at risk just because he says that his intelligence is a gift and he needs to use it for the sake of other people. That's like a double edged sword because <clears throat> it was positive. This also whole negative, thing yeah. on display. Granted, there weren't a lot of people there. But it's like creating a in his in open loft room. apartment, like lab. What the fuck is that <laughs> shit? Well, everything's in a high rise in, in oh New York my City. Gosh, like everything is on at least. If you a want a slice floor. of pizza, you gotta go on the thirty second floor. Jesus. Yeah. Two slices. No, they were at least. Yeah, you're right. 64. They were at least like fucking. Fucking four or five floors up off the off the ground, off but the it's a Spider-Man ground. movie that you know it's off the ground. Yeah, that's but that is true. Speaking of spider, so spiders famously um, have eight legs, eight limbs, and and we're continuing this the that uh thing and why Doc Ock is a is a just classic Spider-Man villain because it's like it's his like other eight eight legged nemesis and it's it's kind of they people kind of like what squirt maybe ink. this is just my head canon that um there is you know a side of peter and octavius that sees he, themselves in the other because sure. they're both incredibly smart and they're kind of just the opposite side of of a of a of a coin you know of of a like octavius wants you know he's he's uh chaotic good <laughs> and and peter is like righteous good sure or righteous chaos so <laughs> i want to talk about what this man looked like molina now, alfred molina the, like as an actor or, or his costume both okay cool cool because cool. i understand you know what it is it's the haircut for me 
Oh my god! All right, all right. You know what? I'm sure the internet exists. Let Dude. me get out my piece. No, he but I'm like, feeling it. Like I, I, I'm feeling what you like. It looks like Oliver Tree's dad. Shouts out to anyone that knows who Oliver Tree is. He he's that scooter guy that does songs and stuff. You would know him, bro. He's wearing Janko jeans and he's got the most like prime bowl cut you ever had in your okay, life. Okay, okay. But yes, I was feeling that like high like bowl Sometimes, cut with buzz, like straight line buzz there was in different, the back. So there was when he was like put together at his house with his weird turtleneck. I wasn't feeling that, but then when he was like full on Doctor Octopus with his hair like disheveled and the glasses, it kind of fit better. And so I understand he needed to like have it for that. But then there were sometimes just seeing him on screen, and I'm like, this guy looks so strange. He looks like like a I don't even I don't even know. Like he looks like they definitely went with someone I feel like who did the portrayal of a scientist well. But not like someone screen like like there he was, definitely he had, he had doesn't have angles. the physique of he, a but but you that's know what? I feel like that's, that's canon for it is it is canon for Octave because yeah. he's only a scientist. There was just like some it, almost like when he was dressed more normal he didn't look as good and then when he was like roughed up he looked it just looked more fitting with that weird haircut for me and is like. And I know he's not to be on screen to be beautiful, and I'm I'm not out here trying to shame someone for the way they look, but it was just like it. Truthfully, Oliver Tree. He looks like Oliver Tree's goddamn dad. Word, the classic no, like Darth Vader no when he, like after the accident happens. Uh yeah, I know about Darth Darth Vader. Well, I just mean like he kills all the doctors in the room, and he's like. No, <laughs> and all the arms go up, and it's just classic oh, oh, fucking. Okay. I see what you mean. Villain trope, like just it's awesome. Oh man, um, I gotta write a little bit more in my notes, but I, the and next then thing that JJ I... naming him classic scene. Oh sure, and that now in twenty twenty two. Um has uh at this point it's established that there is a doctor strange in the Raimi universe oh that the name was already taken yeah i remember that part. and it was a at the time it's just a joke but it uh 100 percent now at this i gotta point, be honest i was probably thinking about doctor strange was like doctor who um, so I guess I was wrong. It's it's moment. all good. It's all good. Like at the time, only comic heads would have known it. Sure. Um, because there wasn't there wasn't a strange movie out, and and also he wasn't strange. Um, he was he just wasn't as known, and uh, but uh, yeah. So that was a classic scene, and then of course he freaking takes the name from his assistant he's like dr octopus i got it and he's like yeah sir great job he's like what are you doing get out of here you want to raise it's great Uh, jk simmons did a great job always like forever will be he does a it's so good he just he has great punctuation of his 
statements and dialogue that just accentuates what Jameson is supposed to be. Um, So I love that. Um, And I, I, you know, rewatching the, you know, seeing the accident, it really like made me feel bad for Octavius this time because what makes him succumb and what everything really lose control is that he sees that his wife gets hit with all that glass and metal. Yeah. And that distracts him and exposes his back. It's fucking all full of fucking metal and needles and arms and shit, which I'm a little bummed that like the arms with their technology didn't, like see that happening you know what i mean and like stay facing the thing while he turned around but also at that he was in control so his concern immediately his brain is shifting and adrenaline is focusing on we saw on his wife and we see how peter does the same thing which with aunt may and with mary jane like it's like an allegory for immediately like and and the the trope is like you know the the thing about these movies is kind of like the female characters are there for the male characters to be motivations to get revenge to to get the balls to to do what it is you have to do dynamic from both MJ oh and Aunt May although ultimately. It's still in Peter's ballpark, like whatever happens. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Which like brings me to. Uh. Well, I was gonna say. Well, we can finish with Octavius, right? Peter Parker denies MJ. Oh, goddamn, again! Like things just start to brew, and she like puts things together, and she like looks at him with those doughy eyes, and he goes, "Nah, can't do it. Sorry." I. It's like that birthday boy sketch when he when he does he. Makes an oath to never go in the ocean again, and his friends are dying. He's like, "Oh, I almost forgot. I made the oath." He's like, "No, oh, you're a beautiful like woman that I've wanted my whole life. I'm Spider Man," which I get it. Yeah, but like it was like a second kick in the nuts, and yeah, just because no, Kristen it- Dunst delivers it so well, like it opens up like that chapter of like uh your gooey fucking romance, like she keys that in so well i felt for sure for sure no absolutely um as far as again like like her her and like their their dynamic like after octavius tells him to do the whole poetry thing and stuff like that um and then butterfly tells her to like yo if he doesn't make you what what are you marrying this fool for what you trying to do what are you lying to yourself for yeah like he but so after the birthday, he says he's going to go to the thing. He doesn't go to the thing. She's miffed. She's fucking tight. And I love how the dialogue can't or the even play get works in the with balls up on. to face her. He's on the other side of the street. He did that on purpose. Yeah, he didn't be on that side because if he wanted to be there, he would be on that side of the street and be like, I literally got here. He would say something. He'd be like, I I got here four minutes after. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. I, but I've been here this whole time. I wanted to be here. I wanted to. 
she'd be like, you didn't make it, but I'm, I guess I'm happy to see you here now. Mm-hmm. He didn't do any of that. Yeah. Just watch, just got more jealous. And, and I understand that. I understand that feeling. And he but dipped. at the like, same she looked time, like she darted her eyes and he I really, out. well, I don't, I think at that point, like she didn't like, he had already left. Um, yeah. And, and then she like, looked where he was, but anyway, um, no, he for sure um, is like a back and forthy, like having having little dude, because like he's, you know, and this is something that I kind of had an issue with, like seeing the again going back to the tea scene with with Doc Ock before he's Doc Ock, when he's like, I don't know, like what do you mean? No, you don't. You're not with this woman. But on the other hand, I get, I'm I'm playing devil's advocate here, man, because I'm a sucker for love, and uh, yeah, I kind of thought like he was. But then lie it's like just because, out. but then it's like he they do know that they love each other. He knows that that he loves her, and he knows that she loves him, in in a way, and so that's enough for hope, and and that there's that's enough for hope. That was pretty, yeah. Nice. Thanks. <laughs> oh, we're getting this is lovely out here. Um so man, my notes are so jibble jab, like they barely make any sense. I gotta make more cohesive notes for the future. And and so like the extended scene, again with, with that like having that development after all right, so we gotta talk about the planetarium because that a lot of shit went down there. Literally, Peter gets there because Jameson is like, I need you for a thing. Oh, yeah. Which is like to photograph his like his son. So you find out that it's his son. It's Jameson's son. And so that already sets up a uh, like you like, is this guy going to be an asshole? Like, is he any like you're rooting against him? You're rooting against him. But he's like handsome and he's, he's nice. Handsome. He's a nice kid. He's a fucking astronaut. Like, come on, man. He's like looking out he's for him. He's the real. Like, he's a. He is a. You know, a real life American hero, sure. not a semi. I don't want to say Spider Man is a is a god, but he's he's above normal men. Sure. He's he is. There's no. There is no question about it. He is an evolved human. Yeah, sure. Um, a teenage, a teenage mutant, ninja, Spider, Spider- Man, Spider Man, Man, <laughs> Man, Spider, Man. I'm spider. the human spider, Man. <laughs> oh my gosh! Imagine if he had stuck with that. Oh, that reminds That'd be me. Amazing. I just the uh, is an interesting note, and then uh, with the doctor when he's like, Doc, what's wrong with me? And he checks him out. And the doctor's wearing like a Grateful Dead T-shirt underneath. He's just like, what's going on in your head, man? <laughs> yeah, and that was could, a little, that was a little. Uh, that was good, though. It was good. And there were, again, another extended scene. Okay, so we got to talk about. They talk about mental health in this film more than once. Like, because the doc, even though the doctor calls it a shrink, talks about like, oh, my therapist. And then like, he makes that Peter quip makes about the, therapy. makes the comment. Yeah. It's ahead of its time, man. So. Let's backpedal a little bit. Sure. He says he's going to go. Doesn't go. Doesn't go. 
He tries got, to go but fucks it up. Tries to go but fucks it up. And I thought he was gonna Spidey sneak in. I thought he was gonna Spidey sneak in too, but he didn't. And yeah. he done fucked up in my opinion. And it would have been hard to Spidey sneak in. It it would have. It it would have. And wait, what happened in what distracted him? I forget what distracted him. He was so is that the one he was on his way where like the car with the convertible where they're shooting at the back? Or is that with the pizza one? No, that was during the daytime. So that was the pizza one when they were shooting at the back with the convertible. And they were shooting at like, all the windows and shit like that of those buildings and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that was in the in the first. But when what happened of, with... I guess we smoked some marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think... It must have just been more robbers or something. Like there's always more robbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something going on. Yeah. Oh. Hit me with it. It was the robbers because that's when the web thing ha- when he catches the car. Yeah. Within the webbing. Okay. Okay. There's there are more robbers, more guns. Shit's going down. Shit's going down. Um. So, so he's being Spider Boy, saving shit, gets to the fucking play, and it's started. It's probably yeah. at least fifteen minutes in. That bouncer was right for what he did. I agree one hundred percent. I agree one hundred percent. Bruce Campbell, <laughs> you did a great job of I being an how usher. You, like, to him you three were not times. being a snooty usher. You were doing your job, usher. But I'm no. I'm, he he was like it was it was a great snooty. It wasn't an obnoxious snooty. Oh yes. He, like, played him like two or three times before he even walked. Oh, your shoes untied. Oh, you're this. Oh, you're that. What are you here for? No, you can't be here. Shh. Be gone. Shh. Be gone. Yeah. Just like, are <laughs> you here funny. for me? Like, no, get the fuck out. Like, <laughs> I was good. It was almost like an NPC because like it reacted to him. But then when he breached a certain area, it reacted differently. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> nope. You you don't go any further. No, 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 no. I like that scene. And then, yeah, it just and we can only buy really three like what he said. Like, he's like. Miss Watson is. She asked me to come. Like, she asked you to come at eight o'clock. Yeah. When the show started. What's he good, was bro? Very, see, it, although being snooty, he was very, very real. Like he wasn't. He like, was rude. real, and that's I again. I love those like little exchanges that just like punch Peter in the face. Because he's also a growing young man. You gotta be responsible. You He's gotta, like you gotta watch the clock. Twenty man. years old. You're literally Spider-Man, and well, you his can friend's drinking, so we'll say he's like twenty-one years old. Through the fucking city. Well, is that canon? What that they're? He's about like twenty-one-ish. I would movie, think 20, probably at this because he's just he's about you know, twenty-one. He just began college at the end of the last one. Yeah, they say it's just shy of. Uh, two yeah, we'll say that Peter was 18 and... I'm, I'm happy with that as rough math. I don't know. I'm sure there's a... a we'll say 18, 19 at the end of Spider-Man 1. Two years have gone by. Well, I said I said 20, but then I said 21 because Harry's drinking. So, yeah, they must... Also, Harry could be older. Harry he could, could be just, older. He could, could just be a little but bit that's, older. But that's neither here nor... I don't need to split hairs with that one, but like just the general. Yeah. Because he's... He's going through it as uh, the two worlds colliding, but also he's just figuring out regular ass life at the same time. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. So I made a note. I gotta. We gotta m- mention it. I at least gotta mention it. 
They do a great job with boobs in this movie. This oh is my chesty. Gosh. This was casted very chestily. Yo. MJ aside, man, they made sure they got Yo. another like nipple through the shirt shot. We oh, don't need to look. This is man. not a lewd podcast, but I've got nah, to appreciate. But they made sure to have either a just like it had that appeal, nice but it wasn't like skin. It wasn't figure like or like some form of like appreciation and i feel like just like i feel like so about 2004 booty was was just starting to come into the spectrum and they were like this is a this is an old-fashioned american movie we're gonna put some hot tits in this movie and they did they did they delivered and i appreciate it so speaking of like weird sexuality the the uh the landlord's daughter Oh yeah. I what was her name. what I was the scene? Ursula, like, what did she like give to name? him? I mean, they had the cake, but then she gave him something, right? Like a, a, a letter, a note. Yeah, it was from Aunt May. Which, like, I all right. I'm gonna nitpick the fuck out of Please. this shit right now. This has always been a thing with me, bitch. You're telling me that you have time to give me chocolate cake and milk. And just sit there with the note in your pocket and then at the end be like, oh, your your Aunt yeah, May Shorty, called like Shorty was feeling his vibes oh, for a while. I she lives in that weird little apartment with her weird fucking dad. There's probably like we don't want to unpack whatever weird vibes are going on there. Yeah, no, you're uh, right. And you're she right. was just you're like, right. you know what? This dude's like roughly my age. He lives next door. He's attractive. He's muscular. He's mysterious. Yeah. Let me get he up is in muscular there. and mysterious for sure. Dude. It's like, I don't know. She got her kicks. Like she, that was like, here's the grounds for let, let me be in front of you. Oh, here, by the way, I, I, I support her decision. Yeah. I yeah. don't, what I don't support is she said, do you want some chocolate cake? And they clearly ate yellow cake with chocolate frosting. I also am disappointed with that. That's not chocolate cake. That's not chocolate cake. Look. That's not chocolate cake. If you got chocolate cake, if you got yellow cake with chocolate frosting, that's great. If you got chocolate cake, you got chocolate cake. But we don't know if there was like, you know, any marble in the fucking cake or like if there was any chocolate chips in the cake. I'm going to give her some benefit of the doubt. You know, I'm sure it was delicious. But, but I like, also agree with you that that is cake. <laughs> it just ain't chocolate cake. It's not chocolate cake. That's cake. But that's a, and like, sure you can liter- serve she, it. Literally, she could have said, would you like a piece of cake? <laughs> so they, pro- oh, they were just running lines and chocolate came out and they're like, oh, that was great. And the props like, we made yellow cake. What <laughs> you are you talking about? Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> there's just crumbs on the plate <laughs> that's probably why they didn't show him eating it they're like oh no, this there's some brown on there nah past me <laughs> try to get a slice of cake past me motherfucker nah they probably filmed him eating a piece of chocolate cake and was just like let's see how much of this we want all right we'll just deal with the end there's yellow crumbs on the plate dog that's what i'm saying <sighs> all right i'm thinking he ate it that's fine. 
But I, I wish that we saw her bring it in. I dude, I'm I'm thinking he ate it, and I wish we saw her bring it in. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's that Spider Man 2.5, baby. Um, but yeah, so I wrote I wrote down Butterfly saves the day. She like wakes up, MJ. Yeah, cause she's like, uh, I know we went on a fucking tangent again. God damn it! So, so good. anyway, um, that's what this is about. We tell we told the people what we were smoking on. Yeah, that's true. You it's can watch the movie true. and smoke the weed. You can have the same experience as us. Same experience. That would be awesome. And then you can make a podcast about us and you listening to it. That's to the listener. Yes. Um. So we'll subscribe uh, to your podcast um, that you make about our podcast. For uh, sure. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, um. Butterfly. Yeah, I, you know, we got to get to the planetarium again because there's so much that goes down. Dude, run me through it. There's I'm so like, much that goes down. I'm mixing down. everything together in my in my mind. I'm trying to pick apart the so scenes. So he was late to the play, didn't get to the play, watched yes. her go off. Yes. Then. Go off, queen. The next, the next thing that we see is. Uh, Octavius do his thing, the classic no. Then we go to Peter getting told by Jameson he has to go to the planetarium and told by Betty that his picture of, like, what his receipt for what Jameson just paid him doesn't even cover what she gave him in an advance last time. Oh, yeah, he's down and out. He's, he's... He's like tapped with all his resources. He's tapped right now. Dude is not doing well financially. Yeah. Um, That's, so you know, we get to the being planetarium. Spider-Man doesn't pay. It doesn't. He's really one of the most poor superheroes. He really is. Crime pays no dental nor medical. Nope. Nope. It's just it's just Unless the you goodness spend your time of your in heart. County, state or it's basically charity. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know. That's you know, and that's kind of the philosophy behind it. But that's another thing. For there's not a lot of overhead on. other than um, Peter Parker has the overhead, but like Spider Man doesn't have a lot of overhead because his no. like stuff is self generated. Like a Batman's got to make gizmos and stuff. Batman's rich, but like, yeah, there's not a lot of Spider Man. It's not like he's got multiple suits. Like he's got to pay five bucks in the washer. Exactly. With the rest of his draws. And when he doesn't wash it right, it shrinks when he and it tears when he goes into battle and stuff. Which I didn't make that connection. I mean I that's kinda what I was thinking. Flexing so damn hard. Well, that's what I thought too, but I think also it was like Sure it didn't help. Yeah, I mean it was like Do you No, but tie? you're probably right. It was supposed to be like his muscles are, are tearing. Um so we get to the planetarium and fucking he who does he see getting down the stairs with the astronaut, but the love of his life. Yeah, they both Mary they both Jane share Watson like and they and she scenes. sees him. That's the next time that she sees him. Yeah. Is she's there. like miffed. Yeah, they doesn't show up at the party. And she just the, looks down. As soon as she sees him, she just looks down and is like, Nope, I'm enjoying this yeah. right now because I'm walking down the stairs with a fucking astronaut. That was powerful. And it was good. Good for her. And I didn't realize that we didn't really get to see John that's uh 
the astronaut's name, John. We didn't see his face when we saw him pick her up from the John theater. Jameson. John Jameson. Jingleheimer Schmidt. That's it. Another J. Another J. Yeah. J and the Jamesons. Um, so, but we didn't see his face. First time that we saw his figure come in and pick her up from the theater. And the first time that we see his face oh, yeah. is him coming down the stairs with yeah. her. Um, and so that was a lot, a lot at once. And then he goes up to her after and it's like, hi. She's like, what? What do you what, want? Like, what do you, do you want? Yeah, that was great. What do you want? Like at this point, you clearly shown that you want nothing to do with this. And then, then she gets engaged there at that party, huh? B- to to John Jacob Jingleheimer to Schmidt, fucking spite Jameson. him is what I think. Like I think that she's she, in that mindset. Of she like, is. I don't just need like, this man. Yeah, this she, is my man. Yeah, she literally goes back inside, and then he. I don't even think he asked her there because I think it's more of something that, you know, we see it. We don't see this exchange with them. Yeah. They see but it the way that he it. says it, it just seems like it seems so like she initiated or even if it was just like an off, just like when we get, you know, when we get married, that's it. Like, it, that's let's very interesting do it. because like she describes him as like, no, I'm like seeing a man, uh, you know, to me, I mean, and it could turn into something serious. I, I'm a hopeless romantic, but I feel like being together less than a year, less than two or three years is crazy to consider marriage, although people do it. But like it was, it felt kind of rushed along. So for you to say like, she was like, uh, uh-huh, Hey, how you feeling about shots and such? Because they didn't really show, although she did have an engagement ring. Um, but even so, like that, it could have come later. Like it, it shows that she was just like in a mindset. Yeah, she had it at the cafe, but she didn't have it then. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that they that had, makes sense. That's the thing is that they don't show her with a ring at the event. Yeah. Is my thing. Like I, I don't think that they show her with a ring. I don't recall but that anyway. Either. So I, I like that. that so she that prompted happens. like, hey, you're gonna, you know, that happens. He loses his friend in her, one, and then also the potential of being with her. Yeah. And, and they say that. Oh, I didn't even talk about that song. <laughs> it should have. They started. Should have started this movie with that song. Oh my god, that was so, my so great with the nice comic book. Vindicated montage. was great. That was good. But man, that um, Chad Kroger song is so fucking. And good. then after that, who fucking comes up to him after that? But a drunk Harry Osborne and is yeah. like. What's up, homie? I love that scene. What's Harry, up, like, grabs dude? the bottle and, and just smashes the glass. Yeah, I like that, too. Pours another. I think that that was different than in the theater because in the theater, I think it was just like, just leave it. And he, he doesn't like knock over take. the glass. It's just like he just takes it. And maybe maybe he does knock over the... Uh, no, but I just, I liked it. it. was I saw it this time. It was very tasteful. The way they and then the had the camera like, kind of on, like in bro. the corner, like... And yeah. you could see the bartender's reaction to him. I, yeah, I, I like really liked it. I, it was a good scene. Because, um, again, it showed that Harry is in no way, shape, or form celebrating anything. Because the accident with Osborne just happened. Mm. And 
Oh, so yeah, his business is down. His business is down. He's still grieving about his fucking friend. And his father. And of course. it's, you know, it's a whole thing. And then he comes up to Peter and is just like, it pisses me off how much you protect Spider-Man over your friends. And, like, you prioritize your, you know, him over over us. And I was a little kind of like, well, you're kind of roping Mary Jane into your feelings right now. But you know what? He's not wrong. Yeah. He's not wrong. They're young men. They're and and he called Plus, him like, out. He's just like, bro, you're a fucking little bitch boy. With parental figure deaths. Yes. Uh that's a long process to digest that. It is. It is. I, I, I think it's very fair to say they're still within like Two years for him and, and like just a few months shorter for Harry. Uh, yeah, I mean, especially for how they both were taken. It wasn't oh, like brutally a, like like old age or they like something that was coming. They yeah, accepted it. it's literally they like they were them. both taken. Both of them. And both of them are like intimately the consequence of an action that. So just to show, like, both that he and Peter Spider-Man took. are going through it. They're going through DABDA. They're going through the depression and yeah, abuse and denial and all this especially, stuff. Especially, um, you know, we see Harry in this, you know, he's stuck in the anger phase. Um, yeah. For, for a chunk of the movie, it seems like. And that's why but it, then, it seems like this whole film is is the act two of the uh, overall arc because it's, yes. it's all about just internal t- oh turmoil. Like It does oh resolve in man. itself, but I imagine Dude, a big resolution if, in the third. If, and you know what? It's what makes this to. fucking movie so popular is that, you know, I feel like even fans of like soap operas could watch this and oh, be sure. like, "That was a movie, that was a great movie." Yeah, because I mean there were a few battles with Doctor Octagon, and the and the battles were a lot of fun. It. The battles were but great. There, there were he wasn't doing as much like big like let me hurt all these people kind of things like green he's goblin not as doing. maniacal and, and it's cruel it was definitely an internal no. it, and that's this movie is a lot again, of, about like, internal why, struggle why dr doc ock is is kind of peter's opposite and there was a line of spider-man comics called superior spider-man in which octavius switches minds with peter and he now is in Peter's young body Whoa. with his powers and everything because he thinks he would be a better Spider-Man. And he uses powers Damn. as he... And he's a good Spider-Man. Like, he does... But he's a little more ruthless. He How doesn't Peter pull his as punches. How is Peter Dr. Ock? He, I don't... It's just that Peter's subconscious that. is buried, buried deep, deep, deep. Um, but that's... That's pretty kooky. You know, and eventually what happens is that Octavius gives the mantle back to Peter and says, you are the superior Spider-Man because he is a superior Spider-Man than Octavius. Sure. He's a, he's a better, he's 
he's uh, a better dealing person. Dealing with the dilemma, yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, with the internal conflicts, right. While Octavius is a man that knows he's smarter than a lot of people, and now he was enhanced with a younger body, acting on it as he thinks he should instead of how Peter knows he should. So, yo, let's talk about when MJ figures out that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Hold on. Can we, can we just say... He goes to the play one fucking time, one time, and she stops. Yeah, when she, they she do a moment like when stops. he isn't there, she just like, and keeps it going. And then it, it like takes her words away. She even like comes back in and like doesn't use the accent and like she's like fucks up that little moment. Then. Yes, she and then does. It's immediately it's like, oh, you were so great. <laughs> I mean, not that she wasn't, but like. I thought that was a funny little like thing, but yeah, uh, and just like Bur- Butterfly explained to her, like, "Yo, if he don't make you swim, swim in the whim wham, he ain't it, sis." That's it, and and you know what? It yo, was shouts out to Butterfly. I for really, this whole movie. I just, I seeing that scene again, gorgeous. It too. just was like, gotta say, it. because she's in her play attire and like she looks so pretty. Like yeah. all dolled up and like in the white, but it's not white. It's like pastel oh, colors. So many and scenes. Like, Every oh, scene with man. MJ, she is just like she looks so. And her hair was really. I really liked her hair. Just fucking in, gorgeous in in the play. It was really nice braid. Like yeah. all about it. Um, the, so, the lighting they use when they like, focus she, on her face, she just like stops, just and looks at oh. him, and it's just like ugh. It it really just hits me right in the right in the it's fantastic. feelies, and she just she stops me because and you see it and we all know the audience knows like oh she loves him yeah she don't love homeboy like she Sydney thinks she don't loves him no more she that thinks was, she does that's but a beautiful she, part she she don't um, so but then you know when they're doing the fucking wedding invitations. And you see her take the May one out. And I didn't notice that the first time seeing. Yeah. And the and it's also like it wasn't yeah. May Parker. It was Aunt May. So Mary Jane, again, it pays homage to that. She grew up next to next Peter door, Parker. Yeah. They, you know, they're they're very close. Um, but she takes the envelope and, and tears up her invitation and not like aggressively just in half. Like, you know, she's just thinking about it. Like, oh, we don't need this one. And, yep. We're not going to have this person at, at the wedding because any reminder of Peter is going to make me know that this is not the choice that I want to be making mm-hmm. because, and we can feel that coming off of her right now. And yeah, even John can feel it in his own way because when she goes over and tries to do the, the, Oh man, to do the kiss, she has such a look of disgust on her face and he's just going to be like, babe, very cool. She's like, Ugh. like just like that. Wasn't it? <laughs> that's gotta, that wasn't man, it. Was a kick in the schnuts. And like, her hopefulness of of wanting to see that weird fetish upside down kiss but more so just like 
she she wanted to she needs to know that like the person that she's going to be spending her life with needs to make her feel as safe as that is it in his ass oh no that's not the way you're not listening to what i say if you wanna know if he loves you so it's in his kiss that's what butterfly said oh yeah it's it's in the way he kisses upside down oh man so uh i love my favorite lyric from that song real quick is uh how about his warm embrace oh no that's just his arms (laughs) so bad. <laughs> the best lyric. The best lyric. That's awesome. Um. All right, so I I gotta talk about this scene, and because it's gonna build to the to the next scene that I talk about. Great. Uh, shout out to the actress who played uh, Aunt May Rosemary. Um, what's her name? I had it pulled up. It was, but it it was absolutely stunning performance uh because in the first one she does great yeah and like just kind of being the comforting mother motherly figure of of peter's life and it's good but this one when when peter tells her he tells her that he was there and the reason why ben got shot was because he was waiting there for him and he was literally across the street. And it just it. The way Toby narrates it also. Yeah. That scene was Jeff's kiss, in my opinion, like it just. Well. Pre Jeff's kiss or check. Chef's chef's whose kiss? (laughs) So, so it's a joke from Kevin Smith and Mark Bernard, and that that he says Jeff's kiss on his because somebody on their on their podcast commented Jeff's kiss and or something like that. Sure, I fuck with that. And then I made so now their thing is I made a podcast references already in this. (laughs) Um, beautiful. So, all right. So I actually I. It was just so such I a beautiful thought, scene. I just I felt that it was a great scene, but truthfully, I thought that was so unfair of Aunt May to be so like it's not like he like gave a guy a gun. He didn't stop someone with a gun who eventually they found out ended up killing Ben like I I feel like any yeah, mother wouldn't be like, Oh no been, it's been two years. At this point in the, in the I think film. it's not for her to it's not fair he for kept, her to be mad. Oh, she's mad that the truth is just coming out now. Yes, more so that he was the reason. Yes, and that's why. She, and, hey man, and I grief took and guilt that, is a difficult thing. I I know, and I agree with that wholeheartedly. I mean, it was. But what I took him, from this scene was the amount of information that she didn't know. That he knew all that time. That she felt betrayed by that. That is what hit her. I understand that. And then she t- later on when she's moving, she like says like, and she said she's like she lays it out, but she was emotional in that moment. And she said, "Thank you for sharing that." Like that. 
truthfully, that was you the turn for Spider-Man. So he needed to start being truthful. Brave and he honestly, to be I'm, Peter Parker. I'm, I'm welling and up now. Spider-Man and not Peter Parker or Spider-Man. And it's just, whoa. It it really shows that the female characters in this movie evolved from the last movie, from being thrown off bridges and having their houses blown up. Yeah. Although, to where Peter needs to spring into action to save them. Not Aunt, saying that that didn't necessarily happen in this movie. off the side of a building. Absolutely. Absolutely. But... Both of them, both of these female characters, these strong figures of virtue and love in Peter's life and stability have development in this movie in which they have time on the screen that isn't just them being a motivator for Spider-Man in a physical sense. Yeah, because I mean they're still motivated emotionally, but they have depth. They have so much depth, uh, and, and they're and not just like the way that she, like Spider Man or Peter Parker, has to appease and learn to work with them. The way that, like, you almost think that she knows. Yeah, like when when they're talking at the at the garage, like does she know? Like is that. Like, is that what's happening? Is is it... Like, she puts it together. But even if she doesn't, it's just the point that she just says, like, you you stood up for something right, and I, I, can't, I can't be angry at you for that. I will always love you. And, you know, when it comes to Spider-Man, if you can somehow have an influence on that, Oh, because she knows that back. they're homies. Right. Because they take pick like she takes or he takes You know, IRL, like Peter Parker does such a, a coy boy job of like, oh, I'll be sure to um tell Spider Man. Like he, he so like fudges that. I know. I Anyone know. would be like, wait, obviously you're a Spider Man, right? Whoa, whoa no. Oh, I mean, I have his cell phone number. (laughs) I mean, that's kind of like my thing about it is like nobody at the bugle except um, the the one guy. The black has put it together. I don't know his name. Sorry. Like really. And also, he sees the especially after the moment in the first one when. He literally goes into the next room, changes. Although I think everybody was probably evacuating the building at that point because chaos going on. Jameson's office literally exploded. A green goblin. Green goblin strikes again. More like green not blin. Um, but anyway, the the I I. It was again. I said this before and I'll say it. it was one of my favorite exchanges, if not my favorite exchange in the whole movie was Yeah, anime's monologue to, to and and even the inclusion of 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 Henry a little bit because like little Freddy. It was it was a nice little motivator of just like Be oh, a hero for the kids. Oh, like 
that's all the young audience members right now. Yeah, it's a role model. Um, so that was that was really nice. I liked that a lot. Um, and then just that Aunt May is just so good, and and just that she forgives him and is just motivating him, and it's like it's just a very very poignant exchange. Um, and then that's as you said the turning point for him when he's like, all right. We got to fucking Annie up time to time to do what I got to do. Yeah. And but then as you said, he caught like, I don't know who said who called who she called him. I think she called him and t- asked him to meet him at the cafe. I think that's that's how it went down because he was like, oh, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised to hear from you or whatever or something like that. I trust you. I don't remember. Um, and. And then she's like, so, look, I've been thinking, like, I I heard what you, part of me heard what you said after the theater that, that you know, you can be around. And, and I, he's like, hold up. I know. Oh, man, that, that scene slapped hold me. Up. And like, as, like, he, and I have to respect Peter for doing it when he did. He literally, yeah. he didn't even let her continue. He's if, like, I can't let us continue this right now because I literally, I no I have to stop ahead. you now because if it was like a day or two go, earlier, he would have been like, yes, finally the girl made dreams. Yeah, but he was awoken like, man, it's gotta be Spider Man. He he has to he has to figure his his block out. Does and, whatever a spider can, and and get and get through it. But then, we have the motivator. But I I say like he did we have a good the job. focus. Literally, what what the guys shrink told the doctor who told Peter. Find a focus. Yeah. Focus on what you want. Peter needed and wanted to keep everybody safe. MJ's in danger. All right. Well, who's the only fucker who can come out? Spider-Man come out. He show up. Spider-Man show up. But so, then, so have have your cake and eat it too moment. MJ decides, nah, I don't accept that. I also was very, very pleased with this. Not only the first time that I saw this movie, but seeing it again here and all the times I was, I just, In the I wedding really love that. Shows up like, oh, dude. I thought I meant at the cafe even like, she's like, I just need to see something. Oh, word, let me, word, word, word. let me just see something. Yeah, she's gonna do and a kiss then test. again in the novelization, it's so cool because this part, the first part of the chapter, is is told from MJ's perspective, and then either it shifts perspective or it moves into a different chapter, and it comes from Peter's perspective then. And he's like, they get to the exchange and he's like, he says something like, I hear her saying like everything that I want her to say, but I have to stop her. And then the thing, she's just like, just give me one kiss. And then, so in the book, it's like, he's just like, what, what does she mean? This one, I can't like me. No, we can't do that. Like, blah, blah, blah. And then she like kind of leans closer. She's like, "Just, I just gotta know something." 
and then and then the motherfuckers and then he senses. he is like oh my gosh i have never been able to focus on her face so much like, like why is this is like driving me crazy oh there's something else happening oh shit yes. fucking car through the fucking window so here's good. doc ock to slap some bitches around and tell peter <laughs> get your bitch ass boy spider-man up to the fucking clock tower up at four o'clock meet me at the flagpole three o'clock he goes that was a fucking, great fight scene it was it was it was scenes, dope it was I awesome thought that was exciting super awesome uh and we get a little moment from jameson uh where he's like yeah i fucked up i should have i should have not been so slanderous to spider-man right what a weird little tender moment and then he like printing so much libel on spider-man snatches the costume up um and then he's like fuck spider-man um, that was great i like that was comedic i like that so one quick thing i wanted to to bring up was when harry had that exchange with octavius at his house and you hear the thudding. Total Jurassic Park reference. Oh, is it First, earlier no. in the movie they did it too. The oh thuds. yeah, it was awesome. Loved it. That was when they f- showed the another. I think it was like one of the first. Set we'll of have to do the Jurassic knockers. Park. Um, all the Jurassic Park movies. About That'd it. Be a fun. About it. Um, Newman. So Harry. Again with this duality thing. That. He, we see some, we see a couple things from Octavius in this exchange. One, that he, uh, is desperate, uh, because he resorted to stealing earlier in the movie, to hurting people, taking hostage, hostages. Uh, he's resourceful, uh, and he's cunning. Not necessarily ruthless, but he's more cunning, I feel, than Goblin in that he knows that Harry is fearful of his own life. Um, He's not a... He's a a rich kid. He's a snob. He knows all he has to do is just dangle him over the side of the building and he'll get what he wants. Sure. What is it going to take? Oh, you just want Spider-Man? You want him dead or alive? Oh, you want him alive? Done. Got this. So he's like, all right. But then in the exchange, he's like, how how do I find him? He's like, Peter Parker. He takes pictures of Spider-Man. You can find him that way. I love that moment. He said, Peter Parker. And you're like, "Uh, Parker. He he figured it out. And then there's like a pause. And Octavius says, Parker. He takes pictures of him. Yeah. So like Doc Ock figured figured it out first. You there is like a 100% like, moment where he's like 25% sure that Peter is Spider-Man. Yeah. There's definitely an idea there where he's like and that's why he's just like let me try this out. Let me throw a car through the fucking window. <laughs> let me throw a car through the window. All right. I'm 50% sure that he's Spider-Man. Then he takes he he but really quick, I gotta finish on Harry. <laughs> he shouts down 
as Octavius is leaving, he said, don't hurt Peter. Yeah. I have two things about that. One that Whoa. Uh, he wants to keep Peter safe. So, one, he still cares about his friend. Even though he feels betrayed by his friend, he still cares about him. It's his, yeah. It's one of his only ties that he has. It shows. It shows that that is stronger than these other emotions that are taking him over. Yes, which shows that ultimately Harry Osborn is a good person. Yes. Um. Second, his other side is like, "Don't hurt Peter." Is also him in my opinion, saying it's his justification of wanting to kill Spider-Man by keeping his quote-unquote innocent friend safe. Hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, keep my friend safe, please, but we have to kill Spider-Man. Yeah. Don't hurt Peter. Like, I can't afford to lose Peter. I can't. Like, he's, he's too much to me, but... I have to kill Spider-Man because he's the only thing I have left to exact vengeance on. Man, I'm uh um I'm stoked on the cliffhangers like Oh, right. Next one. Oh my he's gosh, and that exchange Goblin. in the mirror. Like Willem Dafoe did great for the fucking 2-minute exchange that he was in the mirror for. Yeah. Like they had him looking so absolutely tall. Like, looked like he was 6 foot 5. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. He looked like he was James Franco's height. Taller. Um, um, but just like how he said, you know his secret now. You can hurt him. Oh, he's like, I wouldn't do that to Peter. He's my best friend. He's like, but I'm your father. You need to avenge me. Yeah. He's like, no, I'm not gonna do it. He's like, avenge me. No, classic, classic exchange. Throws Iconic. throws the knife. Very nicely Skillful. thrown knife, might I say. Yeah, with <laughs> blade straight through the fucking mirror. Breaks this double mirror. Opens breaks up. this mirror that the had no room. wall behind it. That's leading to secret lab room that... What does he bump into? A whole fucking rack like... Double, triple rack of fucking goblin bombs and some fucking goblin exchanges bombs, of dude. serum and fucking. We saw the the glider. Shit is going down. Harry so, Osborne is now in. So that's like in the, the goblin lair. The stickiness of three is like Mary Jane's. Like I know that I'm going to be an open target for your enemies, but um, well, I want you anyway. Yeah. And, and then, and so Harry now Goblin knows Spider that Peter Parker Spider Man. That's right. Oh, that was a good exchange. I want to just like quickly touch and on Spider Man won't know that the Goblin is Harry, although I'm sure it'll be easy to put together. But I, th- so there's just there's a lot of stickiness. There is. A I'm lot looking of forward to this next Spider Man for sure. And when Harry pulls off the mask, is just such an icon. Like his. James Franco delivered again like he is you can see that with the mask on he's angry at Spider-Man oh yeah he doesn't he wants nothing to do with this person being alive there's no like uh empathy behind his eyes sure but as soon as he takes that that mask off 
and it's Peter. He's just like, his eyes come Devastates. to life. He he just is, he crumples. Yeah, I was thinking about that. There's the Peter Parker, like Spider-Man is revealed to MJ, Spider-Man is revealed to Harry, and Spider-Man is like, and you can say he like found himself. Yes, and, and to Octavius. And that's what I made a note. He's showing his faces to... To kind of to to both Harry and to to touch to like he's Doc figuring Doc. out how how to be either Peter Parker or Spider Man and he learned like he had to be Peter Parker and Spider Man. He has to be both. He ha- there's times where you have to be both. Yeah. And and those were really uh, good exchanges in my opinion because it shows the humanity of Spider Man. It shows that he is just a person. Yeah. It shows that he's and, not just a force going to stop the evil things. He's a person he's a deciding Spider-Man. to do that. He's deciding to do those things. Yeah. Um. So super awesome ending, little yeah, battle. That was, that uh, was great. And then it did it like Armageddon style. Yep. Where the homie took himself out. The homie took himself out. Perfect Who storm knows? status. George Who Clooney going knows? down with the ship. Um, and uh, I really liked his line that he he won't die a monster because he really prided him himself on on his intelligence and that his intelligence is important. He needs to use it as a gift for people to better themselves. Sure. And I'm so happy that that's how. Not even by him taking his mask off, but by him reminding Otto what he told him yeah. earlier in the movie. Like, you told me that intelligence was a gift, that we need to use it as something to to better others. And then he says a line that isn't even, that was mentioned earlier. He says it, it's a privilege, which is like, that's exactly what Peter's powers are as yeah. well. So it's a nice, like, moment where these two men understand that the things that they can do they need to do for other people they can't do it for themselves because they are so powerful that they could destroy the world yeah so that was great i loved that um and yeah when mj sees him with the mat it's just like her realization like she's almost like giddy she's like oh my god this this like mythical thing that i have a crush on and ends up being this boy that i'm angling over and just like every like it just like shoom everything goes through her of just like this is why he's always there this is why he's never there and always there at the same time like yeah he's you know he's doing the double life and uh, shouts out to Kirsten like truly I think we both can agree like she is MVP actress of of movie yeah um and James Franco definitely brought it again like uh a a little harder than 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 OG Spider-Man I I really liked his I, I liked his delivery on things. I thought that he he did 
you he did the understandable sorry villain well you know it, it was it was good and uh but yeah Kirsten Dunst just looking good Phenomenal. looking great and like beautiful and just serving um, subtle emotions oh my goodness like I you know when they were up on the on the web to, and he's just like look you know what's good like you, you we can't do this and she she looks hurt for more than one reason just like not just like the denial of of the but it's just like you just saved my life and i can't even thank you and like give you the console that i want to because you're my best one of my best friends and now you just have to go away right now and i can't even so that also was kind of like this is the human side to but this is the this is the cost of Peter's life as Spider-Man. But then, yeah. then, we see John, he jumps onto the boat, very heroic, takes very her in his heroic. arms. He's very loving and tend- like so happy yeah, that she's no safe. Yeah, there's no reason for us to like dislike. So happy that she's safe. And I, and I 100% see, you know, that. And then, she looks up he looks back puts the mask on does the stance looks back one more time with the mask on love it <laughs> love it so g just so g fucking you might as well have a fucking cape on <laughs> fucking no, or, wow. or just like flip the hood up and just flip off imagine flip. if spider-man had a cape there are artistic and i think certain runs where he had a a cape like or certain suits that i think it was red oh wow um but again that's where miles and and spider gwen they have their hood kind of their hoodie almost like jumpsuit kind of thing which is down the road yeah and then and then spider punk uh, he's got his punk rock vest and stuff. Spider Punk, looking for a fight. And then Scarlet Spider is in like a red, all red jumpsuit, but he wears a blue hoodie over, but it's a sleeveless blue hoodie. It's fucking sick. Nice. He's He's got one of the coolest suits. That's that Carl's a lot of people, cosplay. A lot of people like it. Um, and uh, yeah, the one look back was great. And then uh, it was uh, it was awesome. So it was all good, and um, it was great and awesome. Uh, and then she comes back at the end. She literally leaves the fucking wedding. Does that dude that high cool. and fucking Just dry? Show, she's when, seeing herself butter, in a. She's the, seeing herself in a wedding dress in the mirror. She's like, I can't do it. Yeah, I can't do it. She doesn't even make any like shake of her head or anything, but you just see it in her eyes. It's like, nah, son, it ain't like that. It ain't like that. It ain't like that. She shows up to his crusty ass apartment in the wedding dress, be like, yo, I don't care what you think can or can't happen, but we're here and I'm here and we're going to make this fucking happen because I know you're Spider Man. You know I know you're Spider Man. (laughs) I see you see me see you at the picture party. Yeah, and then right away, like he gets a call and he's like, "Gotta go." She's like, "She, she says the fucking line, go get him, Tiger.'" 
Oh man, that like, was erotic, dude. The way she says that line, I just every uh, every fan of Spider-Man out there, if they have that's a what they say right before they come. Every if time. they have a significant other that you know they're going to go do something important or even you know something silly, go going to take a take care of bathroom business or whatever. Go and take just care of bathroom your, business. Just ask your ask your partner to say. Go get him, Tiger. <laughs> it just it just ups the ante a little bit. And if it things just, are getting too ooh. rough, just say Dr. Octavius and everything stops. Just stirs the loins a little bit. Wow. Um, go get him, Tiger. So well, uh Well, Tigers, we, we hope all y'all went and got him. Yeah. Cause we saw Spider Man two. Two point one. The so extended Spider-Man edition. Dolby Dur- highly, surround sound. Highly recommend. It was great. I I'm it was glad, great. I'm glad we watched it. It was great, and uh, I'm excited to see what kind of uh, beautifulness Chris and Dunst is gonna bring to the next film. Oh man! And uh, you know, and then Bryce Dallas Howard as Gwen Stacy for Shadow Report. Oh man, this guy out here spoiling like it's his job. Anyway, that was we've we've been checking out. What can I say? I'm the Tom Holland of the JP Merv Spider Verse. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we need we need a good closing phrase. So hit me with right on the spot. The best things come up with on the spot. I'm gonna give you three, two, one, and you hit us with our podcast closing phrase. All right. I. All right. Well, three, two, one. Catch you later, viewies. Shake it, shake it, shake it.